Welcome to Islam for Christians. This is episode 108, Hadith, The World Ends After the Romans Attack. This is from the Sahih Muslim Collection, number 2897. The last hour would not come until the Romans would land at Al-Amak, or in Dabiq, an army consisting of the best soldiers of the people of the earth at that time will come from Medina to counteract them. When they will arrange themselves in ranks, the Romans would say, do not stand between us and those Muslims who took prisoners from amongst us. Let us fight with them. And the Muslims would say, nay, by Allah, we would never get aside from you and from our brethren that you may fight them. And then they will fight, and a third part of the army would run away, whom Allah will never forgive. A third part of the army, which would be constituted of excellent martyrs in Allah's eye, they would be killed, and the third, who would never be put to trial, would win, and they would be conquerors of Constantinople. And as they would be busy in distributing the spoils of war amongst themselves, after hanging their swords by the olive trees, the Satan would cry, The Dajjal has taken your place among your family. They would then come out, but it would be of no avail. And when they would come to Syria, he would come out while they would still be preparing themselves for battle, drawing up the ranks. Certainly, the time of prayer shall come. And then, this is the most important part here, and then Jesus peace be upon him, son of Mary, would descend and would lead them. When the enemy of Allah would see him, it would disappear, just as the salt dissolves itself in water. And if he, meaning Jesus, if he were not to confront them at all, even then it would dissolve completely. But Allah would kill them by his hand, and we would show them their blood on his lance, the lance of Jesus. In the autumn months of the year 2016, Islamic State, which was that group that very briefly and with spectacular violence, they swept across portions of Syria and Iraq. Now, this group was desperately trying to hold on to a town in northern Syria named Dabiq. This town wasn't very large, like Raqqa or Mosul. In fact, its population was just over 3,000. So, yeah, really small. And it wasn't rich or strategic or militarily important. And yet, Islamic State had named its propaganda magazine after this city, Dabiq, D-A-B-I-Q. And so they sent more than 1,000 troops to defend it. And a thousand doesn't sound like a lot, but that's one soldier for every three residents of this place. And they sent all those soldiers, despite some pretty sobering facts, like the city of Dabiq is only six miles from Turkey. That's the same Turkey that is part of the most powerful alliance in the history of the world. And their opponents would be Turkey, of course, 
Syrian rebels, U.S. special forces, and an air force with complete air superiority. And we're not talking about the jungles of Vietnam or the mountains of Afghanistan here. There is nowhere to hide. And yet, they fought. Why? Why would they do that? Well, the answer is this hadith. Now, at first glance, when you read this hadith, particularly the latter part of it, it looks like a prediction that has come and gone. Because, obviously, the Romans, they don't exist anymore. And the people being spoken of here, the Byzantines, they don't exist anymore. And Constantinople doesn't exist anymore because it was captured by the Muslims a long time ago. And they renamed it Istanbul. Now, ironically, the most famous previous resident of this city, Dabik, was the Caliph Suleiman, who died in Dabik as his army failed to take Constantinople back in the day. And that was about 100 years after Muhammad said this. So why would Islamic State think this was any way to bring about an apocalypse or that this would help them in any way? Well, over the years, when referring to this hadith, the term Romans, you know, as Romans ceased to exist, even the Eastern variety, in Islamic lore, the term Romans slowly became replaced with the word Christians. And even then, the Hadith still seemed kind of irrelevant because in modern times, the main force fighting Islamic State was almost entirely Muslim. So again, even if you read the Romans as just generic Christians, it still doesn't really work. But Islamic State was fortifying a city based on this Hadith and the people coming to attack them were neither Roman nor Christian. Yet they persisted. Perhaps they just didn't want their magazine named after a city that they lost. In the end, I think it was a combination of a number of things, just infused with a great deal of hope. Because, I mean, Islamic State just didn't have much of a chance. You know, they... What was it at its height? Maybe 40, 50,000 people. That, that would be formidable as some kind of insurgent group, but as an actual group trying to hold territory, that's hard. Uh, you got to hang on to something. Uh, and faith would be a very good something, uh, at least to sustain you until you were completely wiped out. And I think the reason they found this Hadith significant Again, it's not just one specific reason, not one thing on its own. But just when you look at this hadith, so many familiar things come to mind. Now, the situation in 2016 wasn't obviously a repeat of this hadith, but some of it could fit in a metaphorical sort of way. In other words, it wasn't a repeat, but it kind of rhymed. And you could stretch it if you wanted to. Now, a very small percentage of the forces that would be attacking Islamic State 
they would have been Christians. We're talking maybe a few soldiers in the Syrian rebel camp, although most Christians in that conflict, they stuck with Assad. And then probably a decent amount of the U.S. special forces were at least proclaimed to be Christians. So you have some Christians, and then you have the Turks. Now, the Turks, they're not ethnically Byzantine or Byzantine in a religious sense or any other sense, really. But they do occupy the same land that the Byzantines once held. And they're coming from the same place. Or, you know, maybe if you're doing the classic apocalypse now kind of stretch of the imagination, maybe, just maybe, Turkey and the USA combined, they are the Romans with Turkey representing the old Rome, as in those who currently occupy the land, and the USA being the new Rome, as in the most powerful country on earth. Now, if you think that's pretty weak, and certainly not something to base a military strategy on, I completely agree with you. I, I think so too. But that's the thing about predicting the end of the world. If you want it to happen now, that's why I said Apocalypse Now. I didn't mean the actual movie Apocalypse Now. I mean this attitude that I want the apocalypse and I want it right now. So Apocalypse Now, like lowercase letters. If you want that and you want it now, you have to stretch a few things. And as it turns out, Islamic State's vision was stretched a bit too far. They lost and the cosmos did not notice. Yet another failure on the pile of many, many end-of-the-world predictions. So, why talk about this at all? Well, honestly, sometimes I just think it's fun to tie real-world events to Islamic items you may have never heard of, to give an extra layer of knowledge on top of it. And... It's also interesting that, like most apocalyptic visions in Islam, this one has Jesus as the head of an army. And this vi type of vision is very common in Islamic eschatology, in Islamic apocalyptic visions. And, you know, like with Christians, there are always people who think they have it all figured out. They think they know, and then attempt to use that knowledge to force events on Earth. Most people who predict the apocalypse, they just end up looking like fools. And those who look like fools, they're the lucky ones, actually, because many others, they end up dead, like the Branch Davidians in Waco, or in this instance, the hundreds of Islamic State fighters who died defending the city, and I use that term loosely, the city of Dabiq. Thank you, and I'll talk to you next time. Inshallah.
Thank you for listening to Islam for Christians. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to keep this show ad-free, you can also visit my Patreon page and subscribe. I'm at patreon.com slash Islam for Christians. That's patreon.com slash Islam for Christians.